Tonight's episode from November 3rd, 1981. Who's Sarah now? Who's Sarah now? Yeah, question mark. That's crazy. Season 2, episode 3 starts out. So Henry, Muriel, and April are having breakfast. Henry's wearing his, uh, what sweater is he wearing, Marty? Alabama. He's wearing his Alabama State sweater. So Muriel shows them a newspaper article about how kids have been switched to birth at the hospital where Sarah was born. So April tells them to call the hospital and find out what's going on. So they call the hospital and then cut. Next thing you know, they're coming back from the hospital because they weren't going to give any personal information over the phone. Okay, I said they came back from the hospital and found out that the nurse that was switching the babies was working the week that Sarah was born. She was there in the hospital working when Muriel gave birth to Sarah. And then I said, what do you think about that? Oh, no. Okay. Hijinks are going to ensue because of that, I think. That's going to get weird. That's the premise of the show. Sarah might have been switched at birth. Hopefully there's... Well, the premise of this episode, at least. <laughs> That's true. Not the whole show. What if that were... That's a whole different show. So Sarah shows up, and she wants on. She wants some milk. Unlike Jackie, who who loves tomato juice. She, when Jackie comes home, she likes to drink tomato juice. Whereas Sarah just wanted some milk. That's very strange, isn't it, Uncle Henry? Says April, the antagonist here. What is wrong with April? So Sarah and April leave, and Henry and Muriel agree that that is very strange, but it really doesn't matter. And next thing you know, April's on the phone, and Sarah comes in with some groceries. Sarah and uh, Jackie come in with a bunch of groceries. So Sarah answers the phone and tells them that she thinks she was uh, switched at birth, and she might be... Ethel Kadinsky. Now, who was April on the phone to? I think she uh, picked it up from, like, the hospital, called, responding to uh, Henry. They went down there, and they gave the name, and then Sarah got on the phone or, or heard it. I don't really understand at this point. It's getting really convoluted. Yeah, I missed that one. I know, just watching it just now, I did see that April was on the phone, but I don't have it in my notes. So. But Sarah definitely thinks that she might have been switched at birth, because it doesn't make any sense, because she likes milk. Where does Jackie like tomato juice? Sarah rushes out of the room, and Henry calls the hospital and finds out that uh, Ethel Kadinsky is in jail. That's act one. Then Henry talks to who on the phone? 
Henry calls. He gets a he gets a call from uh, the jail or somebody. The doctor finds out that this girl Ethel Kadinsky is in jail. Uh, that's another phone call I missed. Because he's trying to track down. Well, they want to do blood tests. We, you know, that's a whole that's a whole other part. So Act Two, they go to the jail to see Ethel Kadinsky. And she's in there, and she's a really scary girl who's on drugs and stuff, and she wants to score more drugs. But they promise that they'll help her. If she is their daughter, they'll help her any way they can. If she's really their kid. But she refuses to take a blood test, although they really can't find out if she is really their kid. Okay, act three. Home stretch. Henry and Muriel show up at the house and they tell Sarah that they know that she's really their daughter. And they love Sarah. Oh, but she calls uh, the Kadinskys, the parents of the girl in, in jail, to see if they really are her parents. So then a well-dressed couple, like an affluent couple, shows up who look a lot more like Sarah than her parents, perhaps. And Sarah says that she looks like them. The wife's name is Miria, Muriel and Philip. That's the name of the couple. Philip says he hopes he's not Ethel's father who apparently ran away when she was 14 years old and tells Sarah that they'll do anything they can to make up for the lost years. Sarah says she loves her parents and then the warden calls from the jail and tells them that Ethel isn't their kid because she, she did the blood test And Henry and Muriel decide that they uh, they had the right kid all along. Well, I guess you could say this was the first uh, normal or major episode for April. She was definitely doing what an interloper does this week. She showed up and started changing the course of the program by uh, instigating. Stirring the pot. It's not well enough to be living there for free. At least those punk rockers aren't showing up. Yeah, those un those poor uncredited punk rockers. Guest stars this week were the Kadinskys, of course. <laughs> Mira and Philip. And the daughter was Ethel Kadinsky, who they thought was Sarah, but turns out was just Ethel Kadinsky. Now, Ethel Kodinsky was played by Alexa Keenan, who unfortunately died at age 23 in 1985. This was one of the few things that she ever did, actually. You may remember her from movies such as Little Darlings, Honky Tonk Man, and Pretty in Pink. Uh, we were just wondering, watching the episode, where have we seen her before? And thanks to IMDb, we found out that rather morbid piece of information for you. But, you know, there's a lot of morbid stuff in Too Close for Comfort. 
just off the top of my head, the uh, episode where Henry was all worried about leaving a will, and he thought he was a ghost and all that. That was, that was a strange one, yeah. So there's there's just that morbid streak, but occasionally these things happen, and, well, we just have to point them out. As far as the rest of the Cosmic Cow numbers, is that what we're calling them? Uh, we have uh, Henry Sweaters. Well, it was just a sweater. It was the Alabama... Alabama State? State. Mm-hmm. Who was notably absent? Uh, Monroe? No Monroe again. Very strange. We still haven't gotten to the point where he's in the opening credits and in every episode. Very soon. Now, one-sided phone conversations are out of control in this episode. They really are. There was a couple that I didn't even write down the first time through. So let me see if I got them all. Muriel to the hospital. Check. April to the hospital. Check. Hospital to Henry. Check. Henry to Muriel's mother, whose name is still not mentioned. Check. Henry to Ethel's mom. Check. Henry to the warden. Check. Wow. That's six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Phone conversations where you don't hear the other person on the other side. Known as one-sided phone conversations. If you could not pull off a realistic one-sided phone conversation, you weren't even considered for a role on this program. I counted Henry pointing at people twice in this episode. There might have been more than that. It might have been upwards of three or four. I might have to re-examine that number. No stammering. No. We very, had, very clear cut. Yeah, we had our... I count as one grocery bag props because we did see two bags come in, but they came in at the same time. So they did, but they were very full. They were the grocery bag props, and they seemed to be getting a little more wrinkled each episode. Were they reusing the same bags? I don't know. Sarah easily <laughs> carried two large bags. Mm-hmm. Apparently full of lettuce. I don't know what they eat. Lettuce and, and, and milk. Yeah, I think they just rearranged the contents of those bags endlessly. And I think in one episode, I don't know if we've seen it yet, there's a carton of eggs like laying on its side or something. <laughs> it's just... Because you could tell they were just, I'll oh, pick up the grocery bag prop again. That's how I imagined it. We did not have the freeze frame transition this week, but we did have a unique jail transition. We got to see the outside of the jailhouse. Never see that again. No mention of Andrew, but there was a pregnancy mention, so I guess that's a pre-Andrew mention. The intro was the exact same as last week. Now on a side note, I don't think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. On the first episode of Season 2, which I'll refer to as 201, that's when the black couch was switched out. Which makes sense. Black Couch, Season 1. But once we get to Season 2, no more Black Couch. We were talking about how we could have sworn that couch downstairs played a much larger role in the program, but apparently doesn't seem to. Maybe in those deleted scenes in the fabled DVD box set one day. Are you listening, Shout Factory? And also, starting in Episode 201, there was a downbeat portion of the theme song that was removed from the end credits. I think I talked about that before. Speaking of music cues, we had 
one one-note transition and one five-note transition in this episode. On a grade of one to five, I guess on a scale of one to five, I give this one a grade of three. I seem to be having a lot of average hits lately. I should say average grade for these episodes. It's a... Can we really establish April as the pot stirrer in this one? Definitely. Later on, that role goes back to Monroe, where it rightly belongs. Yeah, Monroe... We didn't need Monroe in this episode. April is there the whole time just stirring the pot. Just playing on Uncle Henry's fears. And we'll never know what Monroe was doing that week. He just stayed away. He did. He's just like, oh, I he know knows. what's going on. I'm just, somebody's going to want me to move. He knows when to stay away. His car was broken down. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Well, as far as bizarreness or just plain old odd happenings this episode, this is the one where Sarah's intro shot comes from. Strangely enough, the same background would later be used for Muriel's permanent intro shot. You know, the one where she's watering the plants and does that turn on. Oh, like, I didn't know somebody was taking a picture of me. And, of course, the term Oriental was used in this episode a couple of times. I guess, uh, still politically correct in 1981? So this was a very special episode. Hethel Kadinsky. Now, spoiler alert here, for those of you who haven't seen future episodes of the show, Muriel will later understand Sarah's feelings when she learned she was adopted. Even though the Rush's real daughter is in prison, they never think about her again. Not really. But other than that blood test, all signs point to otherwise, you know. <laughs> but still, that blood test. Yeah, you can't get around. That. Proved it because, uh... I forget. Somebody was like type uh, specific blood types. It was very specific. I wish I'd written it down, but you can go ahead and watch it on. Oh, uh, what antenna TV? Antenna TV. At the time of this recording, they're just about to flip back over to the beginning of season one. So uh, tune in. But you should be tuning in anyways. Listen to this five years from now. It's, if they're still showing it, watch it. But that goes without saying. This episode has something in common with an episode to come here in a few weeks. Call in the hospital and trying to find out the sex of the baby. You know, it's, it's call the hospital episodes. Next week is where some interesting things start to happen in season two as far as production number goes. It's the fourth episode of season two, but it's actually production number six. This scramble happens almost through the rest of the season. At some point, Jim J. Bullock is added to the intro, but then you'll watch a, the next episode, and, hey, why isn't he in the intro? It was shown in a different order than the order they shot the episodes in. They're just making episodes. They're, yeah. just, they're just knocking them out. I'm not sure the reasons for this. It really doesn't affect continuity, at least until we get up into about season five, and there's that whole Jackie leaving, and then her room's not empty yet. Or, But I'll point that out when we get up to season five. But anyway, 
That was a long-winded way to say next week's episode is called The Prince and the Frog. An old admirer of Jackie's reemerges and takes an interest in Sarah. Wow, wow. See you next week. You can hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Download the free app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. Create custom playlists. Rate and review my show on Stitcher. And over 4 million car dashboards. On demand and on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. Stream your favorite podcasts. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at stitcher.com or in the App Store.